Jesus says, nothing that enters from the outside can defile that person, but it's the things that come out from within which defile. Good morning, Christian America. Jesus says these words as he's teaching his apostles and chastising his opponents. What else does Jesus say? Let's get into it today as we get into the gospel of Mark chapter 7, verse 1. Get your Bibles out. Let's get ready to get into the word. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort. We seek to revitalize the Christian faith across this nation. We seek to spread the word of Jesus Christ. We seek to spread the gospel. We seek to spread the good news. We seek to inspire, inform, and educate the entire country, but specifically people of the Christian faith around this nation to revitalize our community, to bring life back into the church that has been so beaten down over the recent years. It's time, ladies and gentlemen, that Christians and people of faith step up to the plate to fight back against the evils of this world. Evil is perpetrating this world. Scripture lets us know that the world and the things within the world are not going to be the things of God and that we as followers of Christ are also not supposed to be of this world, but to be of God. The lesson that we're going to talk about today in the gospel of Mark chapter seven discusses just that when Jesus says that it's not the world which defiles us. It's our own hatred, our own division. It's our own sin within us that come out and defile us. Let's get right into the word today because it's a long past and I want to be respectful of your time and I want to give you time to think about the message that Jesus provides us and he provides his followers today. So let's get right into the word, the gospel of Mark chapter seven, verse one. And it starts off and he says, Now when the Pharisees, with some scribes who had come from Jerusalem, gathered around him, they observed that some of his disciples ate their meals with unclean hands, that is, unwashed hands. For the Pharisees, and in fact all Jews, do not eat without carefully washing their hands, keeping the traditions of the elders. And on coming from the marketplace, they do not eat without purifying themselves. And there, and there are many other things that they have traditionally observed, the purification of cups and jugs and kettles and beds. So the Pharisees and the scribes questioned him, why do your disciples not follow the traditions of the elders, but instead eat a meal with unclean hands? He responded, well, did Isaiah, well, did Isaiah prophecy about you hypocrites as it is written, this people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines and human precepts. You disregard God's commandment, but cling to human tradition. He went on to say how well you have set aside the commandment of God in order to uphold your tradition. For Moses said, honor your father and your mother and whoever curses 
father or mother shall die. Yet you say, if a person says to father or mother, any support you might have had from me is korban, meaning dedicated to God, but you allow him to do nothing more for his father or mother. You nullify the word of God in favor of your traditions that you have handed on, and you do many such things. He summoned the crowd again and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand nothing that enters one from outside can defile that person, but the things that come out from within are what defile. When he got home, away from the crowd, his disciples questioned him about the parable. He said to them, Are you even, are even you likewise without understanding? Do you not realize that everything that goes into a person from outside cannot defile, since it enters not the heart but the stomach and passes out into the latrine? Thus he declared all foods clean. But what comes out of a person is, that is what defiles. From within, people from their hearts come evil thoughts, unchastity, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, licentiousness, envy, blasphemy, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from within, and they defile. These are pretty harsh words from Jesus. Don't blame me for what Jesus is telling his followers, how he's chastising uh, the people that are coming against him with human tradition. We fall into this trap constantly in our society right now today. We, people, even Christians, people who call themselves Christians, people who call themselves followers of Christ, don't read this. They don't read the word of God. They don't read what I just read to you. And they don't understand because they don't read. They don't understand what Jesus says. It's not for us to interpret. It is for us to listen and obey. It's not for us to make judgment. It's for God to make judgment. It's on us to obey the word of God. Lean not on our own understandings, our own traditions, our own man-made laws, our own ideas of what's good or what's not. It's, uh, it's on us to listen to the word of God, to listen and obey the commands of Jesus, to follow his example. Jesus lays out quite clearly in, in this example that it is us who defile us. It's the followers of Christ who choose to be greedy. It's the followers of Christ who choose to, to choose envy, to choose licentiousness, to choose blasphemy, to choose our own arrogance, our own ambition, our own seek for prestige and position. It's us that defile ourselves. We must first cleanse ourselves from within. We do that not through anything that we're able to do because if we were able to cleanse ourselves we would be god and we're not it's on us friends that we turn to christ so that we can seek his wisdom that we can seek his word so that we can seek his example 
How do we do that? We do that through scripture and we do that through prayer. We do that through self-reflection. It's not whether I'm living up to the standard of the world. It's am I living up to the standard of God? You might have your own ideas about what being a human being is. You might have your own ideas about what living in a society is about. You might have your own ideas about what the definition of marriage contains. You might have your own ideas of what it means to be a leader, what it means to be a Christian, what it means to be a person of faith, what it means to be a husband, what it means to be a child, what it means to be a spouse, a wife, a friend, a neighbor, a colleague. You might have all of these thoughts, and you probably do. None of them, friends, and this is not an insult, none of them matter. The only thing that matters is what God says about them, what the Word of God tells us about them. It's not for me to judge. It is for God to judge. It is not for me to decide. It is for God to decide. It is not for me to determine the future of the world, the future of society. It is for God to determine that. But in our arrogance, in our own self-gratification, in our own ambitiousness, we seek to control things. We seek to change things. We seek the destruction of the past because we think that we know better when we don't. The world is in such calamity as it is today because of a variety of sins that all start, friends, inside. They start inside. And when they come out, when we speak ill of our neighbor, when we gossip, when we curse, when we blaspheme, when we're angry and we speak, when we're emotional, when we act out, it defiles us. It erodes us. It erodes the trust that our neighbors, that our friends, that our family have in us that the people that we want to help, it erodes that trust. It's not the world. Evil is going to be evil. The world is going to do as the world is going to do. We must be different. We must be strong. We must pla place our faith and our trust in God not in ourselves. We must lean not on our own understanding, especially on our own understanding of these crucial matters that inhabit our society, that determine who people are, that determine how or if they are even born how we raise our children, how we grow a community, how we put first our children and we honor our parents. When we don't do these things, we allow the world 
to win. We allow evil to win. And in our anger and in our frustration, we defile ourselves by what we speak and how we act. And there is very little difference from people observing as to who is good and who is not, who are followers of Christ and who are not. We cannot, friends, fall into the trap of division, fall into the trap of judgment on one's souls. We cannot fall into the trap of placing ourselves on a pedestal above other people. We must recognize that we are all children of God. We must recognize that we all deep down seek his love. We know this because even the people who don't believe in Christ, that don't believe in God, the non-believers, the atheists, they still speak the language of God. They still speak about love, but they don't know the definition. They speak about generosity, but they don't know the definition. They speak about caring for the sick, but they don't know who is the healer. They speak about loving their neighbor, but they don't know who the author of that statement is. Friends, we must reach these people and we must not fall into tribalism. We must not fall into hatred or division. We must not fall into speaking ills of those who speak ill of us. We must seek forgiveness and repentance. We must seek togetherness in one family under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all people. These words ring true because they are true. As we get into the week today, I ask, I beg, I plead with all of you, seek the good works of Christ. Speak goodness into the world. Do not defile yourself through the hateful, deceitful thoughts you may have within. Scripture and prayer speak goodness and life into the world. Be the light of the world that God calls us to be. Be the salt of the earth that God calls us to be. If we do that, we can make this country, we can make our communities, we can make our local neighborhoods, we can make our families more loving, more caring, more generous, more Christ-like, more Christ-filled, more Christ-centric, and we'll be all better off. So if you like messages like this, if you support what we're trying to do here, if you seek to revitalize the Christian faith across of our across our nation, in our cities, in our communities, in our households, we ask that you like and you share this video on your social media profile. 
I, we ask that you subscribe to this YouTube channel or to this Rumble channel or to this podcast, wherever you're hearing, watching, or listening to this. We ask that you like and share and uh, subscribe to all the channels, that you click the bells to be notified each time there's a video that's released. When we all work together, we're spreading the good message of Jesus Christ. We can make this world better. We can gain confidence amongst ourselves that we can step out into the world and know that we are not alone, that I have friends and family, brothers and sisters dedicated to the word of God that are on my side. And then we can stand strong together with confidence and speak out and stand up for what is right. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, you guys have a blessed week. Get out there, spread the word of God. Do not be ashamed. Do not be apologetic for your faith. Do not hide it. We were not meant to hide our faith. We were meant to stand up for our faith, to speak out on behalf of our faith, to spread the good news far and wide to make believers of all nations. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, have a blessed week. Stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning. Christian America.